Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Conversations Music Edition. I am your host, Ian. Thank you for joining me. I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. Tonight, I welcome JJ and Jeff of the band Wither Away, their brand new EP, The Words We Live By, The Actions We Don't Take, just recently made a statement on the scene. It is self-released. It is a great EP. Make sure you pick it up. JJ and Jeff talk about everything they've done in the past, all the way up to what they're doing with Wither Away, as well as some announcements. So I don't want to keep you from that. But first, let's give you a taste of the EP with the track, The Grand Tree. Enjoy.
everyone welcome back it is ian hates music and tonight we have special guests jj and jeff of the band wither away guys how are you doing tonight i'm doing pretty good man yeah doing pretty awesome (laughs) very nice now we have been talking a little while off air testing out mics getting everything ready i'm loving the professionalism that we've got going right here but first i do have to say jj congratulations on the engagement Oh, thank you so much, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Thanks, man. Before we go into everything, how was your, was this a tux try-on night? Like, I have no idea how this stuff works. Oh, oh no, no, no. It was, it was, um, so we're kind of doing it like DIY, most of mm-hmm. uh, the uh, wedding and the engagement, all that stuff. So we're getting the uh, engagement photos tomorrow, which we probably should have gotten a few months ago, but we're kind of slacking. But, okay. Yeah, it's, uh, I had to go buy some new clothing. So, because all my gotcha. clothing is pretty beat. <laughs> gotcha. Now, Jeff, what have you been up to tonight? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I did. I I don't know. I went to pick up a couple amps from a friend's house, and then I just watched anime and uh, Flash all night. Uh, that was my day off. Before we go into all the band stuff, I have to ask, what anime were you watching? Uh, it's the new, uh, Boruto, uh, uh, Naruto, the new, Burrito. yeah, Boruto, Burrito. New, oh. Burrito. <laughs> um, I was, I was, I don't know, we're pretty much most of us like anime a lot, I'd say three yeah. out of five of us, and, uh, I don't know, Naruto is probably my favorite, oh, 800 episodes of crying the whole time. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's what I've heard, that's yeah. what I've heard, I've got into, you know, I love Attack on Titan, oh, oh, I love man. Death Note. Like that kind of stuff, but I never got into Naruto. I have nothing against it, but I it's think it was just so because of yeah. It's like oh someone my. trying to get into Dragon Ball Z right now, which I can't do. <laughs> no, it's impossible, right? Yeah, no, I can't do that. The hair is too big. Yeah. All right. Well, look, I do want to talk about the band, so let's get to that right now because we can get to anime at any time. <laughs> of course, that's a given. But let's talk about the band. So you guys just had your brand new debut EP, "The Words We Live By." The Actions We Don't Take. That came out in May. I am a fan. The show is a fan. I want to first thank you because it is a great EP. You self-release us, right? Yes. yes. You both started the band, correct? Yep. Yep. We are the originals. Now, how did you guys meet? Um, I, do, who do you want to take this one? Well, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll do it because I want to okay. get funny. Okay. So, yeah, like, okay. um, <laughs> there was it was probably back when I was, like, 17, 18. We were all playing a lot of heavier music. Okay. And uh, a mutual friend of ours who was also the drummer of the band that we both played in, uh, I jammed with. And I was like, ah, I don't really feel this. And I guess he, he told Jeff, because Jeff was already in the band Obscurities, mm-hmm. and uh, basically messaged me on Facebook. I'm like, ah, I don't know this kid. No, <laughs> no this, kid looks, this kid looks funny. And then, <laughs> and then literally, like, I basically was like, nah, dude, I don't really want to do it. And then... Um, my friend Corey and I, we went to Sonic, we're just chilling, you know, getting milkshakes and like this crazy, this crazy ass kid just runs up to the car and just, <laughs> hey, you're Jay. I'm just like, yes. I'm like, oh, hey, like, 
And yeah, everything from there is history. We we, we played in the band Obscurities, which is a lot heavier than Wither Away is. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, that disbanded. We just started. We went to the. Um, I don't know if I'm getting too far ahead on this, but like no, keep going. We uh, we went. We wrote a song, and we're like, let's just take it to the studio. And the really cool thing was, I, I'm not sure. Are you are you uh, aware of this or the apocalypse? I I absolutely am actually. Okay. So we we show up at the studio. And we're like, oh yeah, so um, so Ricky from This for the Apocalypse is gonna be recording your single. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> oh so, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, then we record the single. We're like, if this goes well and if people like it, sentiment, it we'll we'll make it a real band. And yeah. Yeah, this was just supposed to be for fun. Like, I just something I want to chime in as well. Yeah. When when we did like this song for Wither Away, we were both going through you know band drama, just in general, like you know the drama uh. of being a band, how hard it was. We were sick of it. Uh, sure. Of it being a business over being fun. And then we just did this song and found like the coolest people ever after they got more serious. And it, I Very still nice. like one huge friendship, honestly. So it doesn't really feel like a job like it did in Obscurities just because, you know, we were always looking at money, all that stuff. This is just, you know, we just want people to hear it. We love it. So I do have an inside source that mentioned that there was Obscurities, but there was also another band called Mammoth. Yes, yeah, that was that was with me. So um, after after Obscurities got off of tour and uh, finished, I say around four songs. This is without Jay at the time because he was going to school in a different state. Okay. And I had to improvise with the uh, whole Obscurities tour and all that. But yes, there was a band called Mammoth that um, me and a couple friends started up. Super super cool dudes. Um, we released a single, but it just wasn't the right direction for all of us. Right. So uh, some of uh, some of them, I don't, I don't even know if they're uh, still up to stuff. I actually got to see Ben today, um, the the drummer of the band. That's who I was picking up my my old amps from. Oh okay. Oh yeah, but yes, Mammoth. Oh, I still I still jam that single. I thought I think it was pretty good. <laughs> it was recorded. No, that's great. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, it was recorded with uh, Atrium too. Oh, very nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, let me go back to what you guys have mentioned before. So there's a little inside secret on Ian hates music. I have to apparently have every band on the show who has done anything with Ricky. Like, I have had almost every band that he has done some type of guest vocals on or that he has been a part of. It just happens, and I think it's just because he is a part of everything. Yeah, there we go. I love that guy so much. (laughs) And also, there's someone, do you know Rick at all? Rick Emery. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Dude, Rick Emery is so cool. Yo, Rick Emery's a homie. Rick's my inside source. Oh, he's such a homie. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's really funny. He's going to love that, by the way. Oh, that's great. I love that guy. <laughs> Seriously, that's how all of this kind of came about is because we started talking about Ricky and then I just started having people on the show that happened to have done guest vocals or something with Ricky and it just all comes full circle. Now, let me ask you this. So Sentiment was your first one and then it was you know or Yuna? No, you know, right? You know is right. Yeah. Okay. I want to say Yuna because of Final Fantasy. My apologies. Uh, Go ahead. Jay. No, it's fine. You, you know, it's I, I'm also a huge anime buff. Yeah. So you you know You're is the name of the uh, the girl from Mira Nikki. Ah. And she's she's like a crazy psycho <laughs> girl. It, it's no, it's it, it's pretty awesome. But yeah, that that's the story behind that. Well, let me actually turn it to that a little bit. I know we're going in a lot of different directions right now, but you're bringing up a lot of good stuff. The artwork and everything, the design for this EP is very, you know like very Japanese culture-ish. Is that because of the whole anime thing? Where did that all come about? So there's a little bit... Okay, so 
there's two there's there's two things. So I I love Japanese culture. Yep. And that's part of it. But also um the there's a a landmark where we live, uh, the pagoda, mm-hmm. and it's it's the only nice thing about Reading, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and but that that was like some like a place we always would hang out and. Hockey. It was just was that they have the hockey stadium. Oh, that's, that's, that's yeah, that's whatever. Everyone yeah. has a hockey stadium. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a place we hung out, and and then it was really weird. The logo that that we have, it was like I think it was when we were about to get our final mix from Sentiment, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, we need something that looks nice or something half decent, and I just like kind of I just threw some you know wither away in Japanese on the middle of it because I love Japanese stuff, right. and it it just it looked great, and that's kind of yeah. yeah. No, it really does. And also I noticed, you know, I went through your social media and I saw that someone actually got a tattoo of it. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Yeah. As a band, you've been around since what is it? October of 2015. So you're coming up on two years to have someone who has a tattoo of your album cover. That's got to be pretty cool. I told everybody I work with (laughs) and showed them. (laughs) I, I think that is the coolest thing in the world. I added that guy on our Twitter Asked him what games he plays. That guy is super cool. Where, just, he's from. He's over in Europe. Sweden. Yeah, Sweden. Sweden. Oh, yeah, really? From, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the people that you know, because we go. I'm sorry, going off another direction, but all of our all of our music that we've released, we release through a European, uh, basically kind of like a promoter, Dreambound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. like most of the, you know, anyone that really 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 likes us and has reached out to us. I mean, there's definitely people here. I'm not being cocky or narcissistic <laughs> definitely people here that reach out to us also but like a lot of the people that like us are from over there and like it's it's really cool it's 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 neat going from you know playing in uh, like bands growing up and you know really not even having a local scene and people coming out to see you having people like across the country being like oh come here come here like this is awesome but yeah yeah that's actually really amazing and for a tour wise to go out as wither away have you thought about that? Do you have any plans? Yeah, For yeah, sure. it's it's definitely like it's not it's not in the works right now. Um, okay. we all we all work you know full time mm-hmm. you know desk jobs and stuff like that, which is really great for the band because it gives us the ability to have the funds right. to you know potentially get out there. But it also it's it's hard for us to really plan uh, a a big tour with you know PTO. time off and stuff like that. Yep. But no, it, that is definitely like you know, we're, we're going to make it out there. Just, just oh, yeah. knowing when. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Now, with the past bands that you've been in, has there been any tour experience there? Um, that's going to be with me. Okay. I've been uh, I've been on tour before. Uh, pretty crazy experiences. I, I have a lot of, like, notes and stuff from past. Like, my favorite thing in the world is the, you know, the Planet Fitness membership. Yes. Uh, you know, showers, <laughs> wherever you go. Yep. That, so, I, I mean, I got some... Some cool ways to promote shows, stuff like that. I have a little notebook somewhere hidden away in this uh, basement about uh, all my past experiences with touring. Oh, very nice. Yeah, he 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 went on. They went. I think right after I left because I was going out of school. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't have really the funds for it, and it was kind of just like burnout by playing the like heavier music. They they went on tour right after that. So I mean, it was good. I'm I'm glad they went on tour because you know it was it gave obscurities like a kind of like a last raw. Uh, with okay. with all the songs that they recorded and things. Yeah, we almost got shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, now yeah. you got to go into that. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I pretty much saw that coming. Um. <laughs> okay. So, uh, this was with um. Okay. So the band was made up of uh, Derek, Austin, Skyler, and Anthony. They were the uh, 
people that we had going on with back then. Okay. So pretty much we were in Spartanburg. I don't know. Yeah, it was Spartanburg, South Carolina. Yeah, I know, Jay. (laughs) Okay, so it was in Spartanburg, California. Thank you. Okay, so what I was getting off to, it was in Spartanburg, South Carolina. We were hanging out at this gas station. The guy actually knew our band, too. He was, like, playing it over his intercom. We were sitting back, drinking beers, enjoying ourselves because, you know, in Pennsylvania – Back then, you couldn't really get beers at a gas station or a grocery you store. Still so can't we thought get it, beer at the gas station. Yeah, but you get it at a grocery store though. Yeah. But gotcha. so we thought it was super cool. Right. And then these two guys just roll up, start fighting with each other, pull guns on each other. See, <laughs> you know, me and a guy from the other band just chilling there, and they kind of point their guns at us. Wow. Easily, I could say, um, I don't know. I probably, you know, wet my pants a little bit. I mean, sure. it was scary. And we've never backed out of. Uh, parking spot like you know backed out with a trailer and a 15 passenger van so quick in my life so what was the like time lapse between like did they let you go or did they just point the guns at you and then they ran away they started walking towards us oh and we and so the second i turned around and got in the van started screaming we had a we had a car following us too okay um and i just screamed at everybody leave leave uh i'll I'll text you like (laughs) we'll go somewhere else we so i i didn't i didn't look back I, I ran, got in the in the truck, told the guy who was driving, let's go. Um, pretty much we found a better part of the town, a Walmart, of course. Of course. Yep, and we just stayed there for the night. <laughs> <laughs> so you already have your major tour story. You don't even have to go on tour. Oh, I, I, I mean, I have another one too, but it's not as big. <laughs> it was it was a just knife? the very last day. Same same place, Spartanburg. Um, <laughs> That's Spartanburg. It sounds now. like it's crap. Oh uh, yeah, I know, right? I, I, no, no. The venue, the venue was cool. The venue, it was an actually really, it was a really cool venue, and I enjoyed that. The promoter was great. All of them were nice. We just got caught up in the wrong place of town before and after the show. So we were getting we were getting McDonald's right before we were making our long. I think it was like a six uh six to eight hour drive to Ocean City, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, this guy tried selling us his chain outside of uh, the McDonald's. And, you know, we were like, we don't really have money to buy a chain. We're a touring band. He's like, oh, yeah, you have all that gear in the back. He's like, ain't nothing wrong with this chain. Showed us a gun and we drove away. (laughs) Man, we just wanted McDonald's, man. I just wanted a coffee or something. It was a long drive. That seems like a lot of weapons pulled on you. Yeah. And yeah, Spartanburg just doesn't show the love, I guess. I mean, the. You know, the fans were great, but oh, the locals just weren't that there. <laughs> it wasn't like the city of brotherly love. Nope. Philly. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, look, I was going to say Lancaster because I live oh, there. I love Lancaster. Really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's a great – I've never – see, some people Some people say bad things about Lancaster, but I I've do. never had a bad experience <laughs> I've every time I've been there. Yeah, I'm very glad. It's just uh, maybe it's because I lived there for a while. I did not have good experiences. I mean, you know, I only go there like, you know, if we were going over to Ricky's, uh, I have a friend, Austin, that lives there. I actually have a good amount of friends that live around the area. But whenever I was actually in the city, it was either to go to Guitar Center or to go to a show. So I didn't really have much interaction. That makes sense. Well, where do you guys go for shows then? Do you go to Lancaster? Do you do Philly? Like, where do you go? Well, the Reading scene actually, um, it's, it's, it's still pretty good in my opinion. Okay. What do you think, Jay? Well, no, it's it's one of those things that um, you know, kids are. Uh, you probably can hear this from a lot of people. Like we, kids are going to less shows, and mm-hmm. I even find myself going to less shows. Yeah. But I mean, there's there's only a handful of venues around here that will do it regularly. Like you obviously know, like the Chameleon Club. Oh sure, yeah. And uh, and Reverb, and uh, I think the Champ is Champ, one of them. Champ does it. Uh, Some places in Philly. Philly's um, honestly the Planet better Trog. place. Oh, Plant Trog still mm-hmm. does things. Oh, but. Okay. 
But I, I think, do they still do things? I haven't seen Oh, any- no, I saw a Planet Shark show recently. Um, now, those venues are great. It's just, uh, you know, like, Reading, what I would like to see more out of Reading to make it, like, awesome for me mm-hmm. is how what, how Philly does all those house shows. Like, one time my friend Anthony, yeah. he, um, he, he got counterparts to come to his basement. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, my gosh, it was the coolest ever. They were selling shirts out of the back. It was right after This Is Hardcore, or... Was that that was the show? I forget. But me and a couple a couple friends jumped in the car, went to his basement to see one of my favorite bands out yeah. there. And yeah, like I just wish Reading would have that more. I see. You know? I would have thought, and maybe it's just, you know, I live in Boston and mm-hmm. we don't get a whole lot of house shows here from bigger bands. Whenever someone says, Hey, we're doing a house show and they do one of those house show tours, it's mm-hmm. never the city area. So yeah. I would have think that you would have a better chance of getting it than Philly or something like that, but maybe that's not the way it works. Philly is the place for house shows. Well, I mean, I I have a little bit of experience. I don't go to every Philly show because mm-hmm. it is an hour drive and parking's expensive. Right. But from my experience, Philly has a lot of cool house shows. I really think it comes down to uh, like the reason we don't. Well, we we need more. I, I we need more bands like upcoming bands in Reading. Like that's the thing is we need more people to be more like motivated to. I that sounds. But it sounds weird, but make more motivated to like make music so we can, you know, kind of get the scene going and have shows more around here, like more DIY shows. Right. And I think that's that's really more so the problem. Now, obviously, like this, this may be a shocker. We haven't we haven't played our first show yet. Yeah. We've we've been really trying to work on our craft and how we want to develop it. Right. But yeah, like that's but when we do, some of us are still working on, you know, the final gear. Like we have the gear to play a show professionally, but mm-hmm. Me, me and the guitarist David are so snobby when it comes to our tone. Like it has to be perfect for us. Right. Like David, right now he's he ordered parts to make his own one of his own reverb pedals. I believe it was a reverb pedal that he was getting. Uh, overdrive. Overdrive. He's making his own overdrive pedal. Oh, very nice. Because he wants to know everything that he has, and he's yeah. probably starting to get me into that too, which <laughs> isn't good for my wallet. But hey, I right. mean, it's still pretty cool. So it just has to be perfect. You know what I mean? Since yeah. we want to live up to you know. This is this band. I've never got so much response, so much awesome response out of without playing a show or anything. So we just want to live up to that name. No, it makes total sense. I mean, like I said, the EP is great. You definitely want to put that foot forward to show people like, hey, we're more than just a studio. We can bring this to your house as well. Oh, yeah. Coming to your house next fall. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, let's set up an entire whole series of underground shows. That's what oh we should. Oh, my gosh, do. that would that'd be so fun. Yeah, Look, just contact me for sponsorship because I actually want to be a part of this. <laughs> um, we would love to play in Boston. That when we start like getting yeah. up there and doing stuff, just let us know. That would be that would be great. Cool. And PSA to if any of the local bands around here are listening, talk to us. Let's let's plan some shows. Let's do some cool stuff. We love you all. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, know, I do have I Corn do have dog. a question for you about yeah. Boston. Oh sure, go ahead. So if some. If someone actually came with like a Yankees jersey, would they get knocked out? No. No, no, darn. no, no. There was a oh, darn. <laughs> <laughs> well, who were you trying to set up so Me? that they would come here? Oh, okay. Gotcha. I was going to wear one to see if I could get knocked out. No. Nah. See, here's what happened is for all those years leading up to the first world championship, when that happened, every single concert, because I still go to concerts all the time, all back then too, it would be chance of Yankee suck. Yankees suck the entire time and the bands on stage would get sick of it because what do they care? They're not Red Sox fan. Yeah. They're not Yankees fans. They don't really give a shit. Yeah. Once that championship victory happened, it just stopped. Yeah. There's almost been a little bit of a resurgence lately, 
but I'm really hoping that goes away because <laughs> that was so extremely annoying. Honestly, yeah, I'm not even a Yankees fan. I am a I am a Indians fan. My uncle's actually the third base coach, so that's my oh. reason for even watching baseball. Okay. Yeah, so I just probably would buy if it was true. I'd buy a Yankees uh, jersey and just run from people. Wait, that's the goal is just to pretend like everyone's zombies and just get away. <laughs> exactly, and I'd <laughs> be the Yankees down. guy. Yeah. Just down. <laughs> yeah, just start just start swinging fists. I'm a, I'm a Cowboys fan, so I play. I have a jersey I could wear to 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 Philly shows if we were playing. That oh yeah. That would be bad. Wouldn't <laughs> recommend <second>. that. <laughs> I, I wore my Hurricanes uh, hockey jersey every now and then, but no one really hates them. And no one really cares for hockey, Jeff. Excuse you. <laughs> well, I would have said the same thing about baseball, to be honest, too. Yeah. Uh, not many of my friends really like it. Right. My main interest is because my uncle plays it. Other than that, it's well, just right. I, I like football and hockey as well. They're kind of missed now. It's not going to happen that you wear a jersey or you wear a hat or something. You, you know, you might get someone that calls you a shithead or something if you were in Fenway. But if you're just walking down the street, no one's going to really care. Oh, yeah. Okay. You suck. <laughs> the, yeah, the world has moved on a little bit from that, unfortunately. It's good to have rivalries, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, let me go back for a second there to <laughs> talking about getting your first show together. So what is the actual prep work to make sure, besides getting equipment, what's the practice schedule like? How do you kind of put everything together? Because I don't think I've ever heard of anyone talk about their very first show. Um, so like, like how do we schedule the practice? Are you working towards, I'm not expecting you to tell me the date because I'm sure that's either a surprise or you're working on it. But if mm -hmm. you have a specific date that you're working towards, how do you make sure that you're prepared for it? So we've been practicing every uh, every like one day of the weekend, Saturday or Sunday every week. Mm -hmm. um, we're working on getting just everything set up perfect the way it is. Pretty much my favorite way of practicing to get ready for our practices. I have like these personal tracks of just my guitar parts that then I could just play through headphones, you know, like the stems from the actual recording. So sure. I could just make sure everything goes perfect with it. And then I incorporated that into our actually actual practice. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, I mean. The nice thing about being a vocalist is like on the way to work, 30 minutes, I can sing it on the way home, 30 minutes, I can sing it. True. And um, but really, honestly, I my problem is with with trying to get this the best it can be is I'm I'm trying to allocate because like there's a lot of vocal parts. Right. And, you know, there's layers of, of me singing over top of each other. So it's like, you know, making sure that everyone's doing the correct vocal at the right time and that it works out, you know, I'm not, I'm not straightening my, my voice, mm -hmm. uh, till the end of the set and stuff like that. So, you know, really we've been trying to, we, we've been getting closer to what we want, but we're also trying to, you know, get this as professional as we can. So, you know, with, uh, I use a, um, a TC Helicon, uh, three extreme for my vocals. Okay. So I'm trying to try to tweak that in to, you know, you know, with, Having some maybe having some of the the uh, you know harmonies that you hear in the album yeah maybe jump in there that are like real real low ends you know stuff to make just to help you know boost the vocals make them sound even a little bit more professional oh sure and um but yeah it's it's definitely fun it's definitely uh yeah it's it's tough though it's trying to get that that sound yeah. the way we want it oh sure you sing a lot you sing a lot on that album LEP. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I did want to ask, Jeff, are you also doing backup vocals for JJ as well? Live, yes. Um, okay. I did I did backup on You Know and Sentiment. Ah, but okay. then uh, on this album, we just wanted everything to be the, the best possible. 
JJ is probably, you know, let's just say I'm a five. JJ's a ten then, so I didn't want <laughs> to. I didn't want to put my. Well, I'm not saying looks, buddy. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to make sure everything was Jay on this album because honestly, right. I mean, you know, your voice complements yourself. Right. Yeah. So yeah, no, it was the best option for that, and then I back him up live. Yeah. So that makes sense. Now, Jay, you're doing both unclean and clean vocals on this EP as well, right? Yes. Yes. So you're training for both. How is that? And then also, Jeff, are you training for one or the other or both for backing him up live as well? Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure if I tried to scream live, people would just start walking away or leaving. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just singing. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, I um, that's that's always been that's been my problem. Like with the, with singing and screaming is I want to I want to make sure that when I when I you know, I, when I perform, it's the best possible performance that I can give mm -hmm. and a lot of times is when I was even in obscurities I just screamed the whole time but I would go as hard as I possibly could and let's say there was a singing part I'd be like man this is really hard like it was just back and forth but no I with with the way with the way I feel that you know the songs are spaced out and you know the way we have our set list set up and and uh, how um, I'm get, I'm getting Connor our bassist doing some you know unclean vocals also oh, okay. it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna help with you know, taking a little bit of that load off, you know, giving a more, like I said, professional sound. Right. But yeah, I, uh, with the training on it is I, I, I don't like to warm up and I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to warm up a lot more. Yeah. I just like going in there and I'm like, okay, by the, you know, I do the full set and I'm like, okay guys, we're done with practice. Cause you know, if we do another song, I'm going <laughs> to, it's going to sound bad. No, no, it's not, <laughs> it's not that, but it's, uh, it, it's tough because, you know, some days I'm like, man, I just wish I could sing. But then I'm like, just singing. I'm like, man, I want to scream. And it's, you know, finding that happy medium because it's, it, it just, there's so much emotion involved in screaming. Yes. It just it sounds great. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. This EP is full of melody and emotion. And I, I mean, a lot of passion too. So I can completely understand why you guys have to train really difficultly, I guess. Is that even a, wait, is that even a sentence? Train, train very. Train, yeah, train difficult. Like, I can Google it. Train. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. So you just have to go through difficult training. There. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Perfect. There we go. I mean, Look at this. That's a A plus. It's why I have a podcast. <laughs> it's why you know I just work things out on the fly. It works out. Let me ask you this then as well. So when you're training to do this first show, are you planning on doing all the tracks straight through? Are you picking, you know, quote unquote favorites or what you think you'll have to do for a time crunch kind of thing? Uh, it's it's more so it's it's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of all of it because it's one of those things is we want we want to make sure we play songs in order that they complement each other. Right. Um, we we would love to do the album completely, but with time sake, the the seven songs actually runs pretty long for for an EP. Yeah. So it's one of those things we we. So a little mix of a mix of all of it. So yeah, the time crunch we picked out. You know the songs we like, the songs that you know complement, and obviously the songs that we want to play. So I think I said that already. So, but whatever. Yeah. So we have like you know like this many songs for the for the set list, and then we have an and or for some of them as well. Oh, nice. Okay. So so like we can if you know if we have the time, we'll throw the extra one in right. stuff like that. So what do you enjoy practicing and singing right now? <laughs> I I love doing the Grand Tree. Oh, okay. Uh, the Grand Tree is awesome. It's it you know it, it's it's tough at points because like I want to go really hard, right? But like you know and I want I want to go harder than I did on the album, but I be like I still do in other songs. But no, I love that song. That song's great. Um, 
I, I'm going to probably keep going with this, but the hardest, the, the song that I really like, but it's very hard, is definitely Transitions. <laughs> Transitions wears me out, but that, that song's freaking awesome to play. Yeah. Transitions yeah. is one of my my favorite songs to play. I'd mm-hmm. say that and Hopeless. Yeah. Hopeless, when, when, when we're just, I just rail my guitar on that chorus. Yes. I just love, yeah. I play the rhythm on the chorus for that part, and I, it's just such a simple but fun thing to play. So I'd say, yeah, those two are my prob- probably favorites. Yeah, Hopeless has <laughs> really stuck with me. That one just, it'll pop in my head from time to time, and that's the that's one awesome. I kind of, yeah, I love playing that song back to back. So I can understand that's got to be fun, yeah, not only for guitar but everything else as well. I am really looking forward to hearing how that first show goes whenever that happens to be. It's really cool to actually hear you talk about what goes into getting ready for all that. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it's tough, but it's awesome. It's definitely worth it. Oh, yeah, for sure. So let's go back way far back into both <laughs> of your lives a little bit. We're, we'll get back to Wither Away in a second. But what got you both started in music in the first place? Guitar Hero. <laughs> yes. Um, when the when the first Guitar Hero came out, my uh, my cousin got it, mm-hmm. and I was just obsessed with it. And then one day, when I forget which one was hit me with your best shot on, was that on three? That Ooh. I am not whichever sure. whichever one that was on. One day, my dad just took me to the local music store, got me this Ariana guitar with this starter Fender nice. amp, and I literally pulled up the Guitar Hero song and just played "Hit Me with Your Best Shot." The solo was sketchy. <laughs> but and I'm not gonna lie, it was tuned to, to drop D because that that was easy. I just looked up an easy tune in, and I, I I mean yeah, that's just how it went. Guitar Hero, I just love the feeling of you know having that crowd out there on my TV. Right. Um, I had some <laughs> lights lights like pushed around to make it look like I was actually a playing ball, a show. Yeah. You know what am I? You're just a cornball. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm corny, but I mean hey, it, it made I never actually thought that I'd be playing guitar. Now that's just for guitar though. I've always been doing other instruments. Oh, really? Yeah, let's follow up on that for a second. What other instruments? So two years old was when my parents uh, started me on music. Mm. I I never asked them why they picked music, but I'm I'm not going to because I'm glad they right. did. Um, started me on music. It's yeah, a drug. Yeah, yeah, music is a drug, man. <laughs> it really is. I'll agree. Give my doses. Um, I started with violin. Oh, very um, nice. Then I got into piano, um, viola, trumpet, trombone. Wow. Um, percussion. I've played saxophone before. Dabbled with flute. There, there's a lot of instruments. Yeah. That I've got, you know, had the experience to play. Now, you know, not bad at most of them as well. So it's wow. just always been, always been like a thing in my life. That's so impressive. I pretty much have my, yeah, you know, I have my parents to thank for all of that. They've been the most supportive with that. They're the reason I, I am doing music at all. Oh, very nice. Wow. Yeah, very impressive, man. Jay. So I really didn't. <laughs> When I was younger, I would listen to like, you know, Reliant K and, oh, sure. uh, and like, <laughs> they're awesome. And, no, it, my, 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 uh, my iPod at the time, my one gig iPod, like when I started getting into music was like Reliant K, Eminem, uh, Kelly Clarkson. It was really, it was really <laughs> weird. And then I remember, I remember like, uh, I think it was like going into middle school and I heard, um, I, I heard a boy brush red by under oath. I was uh. like, what is this? I'm like. <laughs> I like I went to Christian school, so like they're like this is a Christian band. I was like, what? This is so cool. So I started listening to like you know all those bands at the time. Right. Uh, got it. I got an acoustic guitar when I was like 15. Started writing music. And cool note, that's really that for um, how many songs did start on an acoustic? It was 
What? I think Grand Tree. I started on acoustic. Sentiment. Sentiment. I started on acoustic. Did we do, and then did you know on acoustic. Uh, you know wasn't on acoustic. No, that, that was. was just, yeah, that's just. But um, uh, what's a she? Uh, Sheikah was on acoustic too. Plus a couple others that were yeah. sliding. If we're gonna. But like yeah, so I played acoustic and really got into it. Really liked um, I, I only really learned because I wanted to play like covers of songs because right, right. I just wanted to sing with them and then, um, yeah, I mean wow. it's not really not really a motivational like this is what happened to me and I was wanted to play music, but now I really, I, I was like really inspired by all of the, uh, you know, me, uh, metalcore and post hardcore mm-hmm. bands of, of the early to late two thousands. And you call me corny. I'm not, I'm not corny. <laughs> I was inspired by all these That's not corny. I, I think that's real. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Jeff, I'm about to ask you the same question. So you better be prepared to say it the exact same way. Yeah. <laughs> or just be like, yeah, I fucking love one direction. I don't know. Oh, damn yes i was i actually just got done hanging out with him no no not not, not really but i didn't um, even know oh, how to so, follow up that um <laughs> I, I mean i probably just almost shot myself in the face for saying that but uh, moving on so you're asking like my inspirations well it doesn't have to necessarily be inspirations but obviously both of you played in a heavier a quote-unquote heavier band with obscurities so we just heard about under oath were there any bands that made you want to play? Obviously, your parents got you into music, but was there anything that made you want to play that specific type of music? Well, the first heavy band I ever heard and uh, was Metallica. Okay, all right. Uh, they've been they've been a close place in my heart ever since I was like fifteen. Um, but honestly, when I got to see Four Today live at the uh, Silo local venue near us, I don't know mm-hmm. if you ever heard of the Silo. I have not. No. Oh. Uh, before it got shut down, it was a, it was a great place. So many friends, but yeah, I got to see Four Today as mm-hmm. my first like actual metalcore show at the Silo, and I mean, I was like, yeah, I, hey, I want to do that. <laughs> first shows, yeah, that's that's a good one too. Yeah, that was that was such a good show, man. Very nice. Now, Jay, do you remember what your first show was? My first show was Census Fail. Oh, very nice. Census Fail, Census Fail, oh, God. a Skylet Drive. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying oh God to him. There was oh, who else was it? A Skylet Drive. Um, then there was this like Japanese band that was really cool. Dude, tell me it was Crystal Lake. No, no, it wasn't. Like, they have been around for a really long time. Wait, really? Yeah, they have oh, been. Wow, yeah, see, I didn't know that. I love. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's been a long, long time. Yeah, they just started blowing up now. But uh, yeah. it was it was this band that wore masks. I mean, that, that's but they're all Japanese. And Interesting. Wait, that's gonna kill me now. I need to find out who. Uh, that wait, band wait, wait. Is. I, I'll I find out for you one second. And okay. while he's finding out, I'll actually the, the for today concert wasn't my first. Oh, okay. if we're going to first concerts. I'll give you something to laugh at. Um, Aaron Carter. Ah. My <laughs> sister for my I think it was my 11th birthday yep. bought both of us Aaron Carter tickets because I loved the song I Want Candy. Ah, there's the band. That's what gotcha. <laughs> the band, the Jap. Oh, sorry. It, oh yeah, no. I was just gonna say, hasn't he been in the news recently or something? I, yeah, yeah, no, I don't know what it was about, but I did see him in the he news. He came out. He came out. Like he no, likes, no, I he thought he hurt someone or something. something. Yeah, I yeah, I can't keep up either. I can't but, yeah, keep up. but good for him then. If that's what he wants to do, that's great. Hey, yeah. There you go. All right, sorry. So back to, I mean, come on. We could do a whole show on Aaron Carter, but let's let's <laughs> move it back. <laughs> back. What was that Japanese band's name? It was called Fact. Uh, you probably never heard of them. Wait, was it had... with like a Q or something? Just Fact. It was just big, like, uppercase letters. Wow. Fact. Okay. Yeah, it, it was pretty good. I liked it when I was, you know, fifteen or fourteen or something like that. I don't remember how it was. Probably listen to him. Give him a shot. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to him now. <laughs> like, we do a segment on the regular music show called Breakdown from the Past, where we actually pick 
a old band that is no longer together. That way people don't kind of forget their music and we talk about it a little bit and we let people know. So that might actually be a good one if they're no longer together. I don't think they are. Yeah, I have to make sure I get that one before my co-host does. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, let me now switch this back to something we were talking about before. With Wither Away, it was you two together at first. When you brought in the three other members of the band to make your five-piece, did you guys write all the music already and then bring the guys in, or was this a collaboration? So is that go towards you know and on or just the uh, just the EP and on? Let's go with just the EP because I have a feeling the answer is you guys did you know and sentiment together and then maybe you worked with the band. Not a hundred percent for the most part we had the idea of it, but they there was some help with you know as well. Oh okay. So how was that like for the first time where you guys were working with this brand new group of people after working together? How is the process normally for writing the tracks or at least the process for writing the EP? So the process kind of went really the same as I think all the other songs. I mean, it, it definitely um, it definitely changed when we brought it to uh, brought the studio and we you know got some second opinions on it. But we would the way we way we would write is we'd hang out, you know, you know, get up, get a few beers and just chill and like write, you just just write things that we've never heard before. And because we were so used to uh, um, we were so used to playing, you know, in, in drop tuning, mm-hmm. it made it it made it a, an interesting experience because it's like I'm trying to make it sound like this. And, you know, my guitarists don't play in standard. So they're coming up with these really cool things. And, you know, we were it just it was really exciting just hearing like that sounds really cool. And we moved to the next we had about. I think we had about 11 or 12 songs that that we that we recorded with you know our stuff which was it wasn't that good but i mean <laughs> it's a lot better now it yeah yeah it's a lot better now that we have a lot more stuff but it, it was you know the the writing was really just you know it was no stress if we did if we didn't feel like writing i always told jeff it's like jeff if if, we, if we're not we don't feel like writing right now we're not going to write because we're not going to get something good did everyone in the band do vocals and everything, or was it just you wrote the lyrics, JJ, and you just went from there? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's basically what it was. I wrote the um, if if someone had a song that they felt that was you know they they really liked specifically, mm-hmm. I wouldn't write the song. I, I can't write a song, um, you know, and, and take some personal. I can't take personal meaning out of it. So I would say, okay, I'm gonna write this song with you know write the lyrics that you know, will pertain to this person in the band and they're like, oh, that's totally what I wanted. And then they'll pertain to me in a completely different way. Yeah. Oh. Like, um, um, what was it? Transitions. Transitions has two different meanings when it comes to me and Jay. Right. Like I, I, I have one totally different meaning for transitions compared to what he does, which works out in a great way. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so is that the way you actually want the audience to be able to listen to the tracks too, is to be able to kind of put their own personal stories into the tracks yeah that's like that's always been what my goal is because you know it's one of those things is when when you're listening to music you're you're looking deeper than just than just the music that's happening there you're looking if you're struggling with something in your life and if someone's like talking of a very specific story and they're going you know very everything's so intricate about their life it sometimes can you know uh you know i don't feel like i relate with that so like for example um you know um hazel eyes could you know be to someone else a a a bad breakup and they're trying to reconcile with that person and that's not what it means to me at all right so it's one of those things that i want 
I want everyone to be able to derive, you know, and, and make it easy because it's not like I'm saying like red ship, you know, blue ship, the wind goes, you know, round and some like derive your meaning <laughs> off of that. No, I want I want you to be able to like, you know, have like a understanding, you know, like have like this is the song is definitely going towards this uh, this path right. of an idea. And yeah, sorry if I if I get caught up in my my words sometimes it's it's tough. Oh, no, believe me, I think I do the same thing. That is not a problem whatsoever. So now we know how the lyrics are written. We know how that all came about. How do you go from adding all the different elements that you have in this album? Because really, it spans a wide range. You've got your rock. You've got metal. You've got some post-hardcore in there. You've got the unclean and clean vocals. You've got melody. How do you kind of come about putting everything together? Do we even know? Do I, I feel like we just do what we... Well... I don't know. I mean, for for you guys, I obviously you guys work yeah. on a solid piece of, uh, like, a solid song. And that, you know, have, like, like a canvas. You have a canvas. Mm-hmm. And get very, very smooth and very, you know, workable. And that's the thing was, like, if, if, if the song isn't, you know, organized properly or doesn't... It doesn't... It sounds really corny. If it doesn't <laughs> speak to you when I'm writing to it, it makes it really hard. Like, it, it was really, like... With the writing process, I'll I don't know if anyone else does this with being a vocalist, but I'll I'll, I'll turn my um, my phone recording on while I'm playing, you know, the instrumentals. And, you know, because um, most of the time I write mo- all of the music, I write all of the lyrics and I write the poetry and then I write the actual melodies and everything okay. when I know what the final final piece is going to be. You know, I have ideas for choruses and stuff like um, Grand Tree has a lot of the same ideas. Hopeless is chorus was how I intended it to be and the beginning of it was when we wrote the demo but it's one of those things that it's um really i'll record it over and over again of different things and and you the one that always sticks and i keep going back to is the one i go with because it it just i'm like thinking about like this is really catchy and this is you know works really well with the lyrics that i wrote so yeah i mean that's it it, you know it, it has to the song has to have it has to have direction. I, I really, the transitions have to be good. I, I something about transit, like not the song transitions, but transitions in the actual songs, like really make it hard to write sometimes if they're not, if they're not I, delivered properly. Yeah. I mean, if I can say, and I can probably speak for a lot of musicians on this, uh, when writing music transitions, that's a, that's just, it's a struggle. Oh, sure. It's a struggle. Sometimes I, you know, I'm sitting down here writing in our little studio for hours and I just get stuck on what's going to come next. And sometimes I just leave it at that, you know, go upstairs, throw some headphones on, listen to some music and just go to it another day. No, that makes sense. I mean, you want it to be as, you know, unstressful as possible. Oh yeah. And writing definitely can get stressful because you know, like it does, it doesn't feel like from other perspectives, like when I, before I was in a band, I, I was like, oh, yeah, they just put albums out. Like, no, no, no stress, no rush. And it is a stress. You're always thinking about, like, once this album's out, you're thinking about the new one already. And, right. you, you know, you can get stressed out from that. No, I can absolutely imagine. I mean, I was in failed bands, you know, before. And then now with podcasting, I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm going to be doing this show. But then I've got this show, this show, and I've got to get these out by a certain time. And I would imagine as being an independent band as you are, this is an independent show, you kind of set your own, not only guidelines, but you set your own timelines as well. So you say, hey, well, technically, I don't have to get this out by any time. But in order to make sure that things do get out there, you kind of set an aggressive timeline for yourself. Do you guys do that? Um, Somewhat, I do. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm not 
the best at following them sometimes. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this, this, I don't know. Today I wanted to get down here a little bit, but I, I recently, I don't know. I'm probably using it as, as an excuse, but I recently went to the beach without sunscreen and oh, I'm, I'm as red as a lobster right now. <laughs> Everything hurts. Touching yep. a guitar hurts. My hands are even burnt. So Ooh, wow. I, I just uh, I, I wrote a little bit yesterday, but I just sat back and watched TV all day today. <laughs> Look, sometimes it has to be that way. It really I, does. Yeah, it's relaxing. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Was it like a weekend thing then? Is going to the beach something that you enjoy doing? Uh, it was it was a day thing. It was with uh with JJ's little brother. Okay. He's actually he's actually like you know got really close with all of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just sprung it up on me last minute. And I mean, yeah, I, I love going to the beach. I don't get to do it enough. So yeah. I just said, yeah. My brother didn't even ask me to go to the beach. Well, <laughs> that's, that's because no, that's because he knows you don't I, like day trips. I don't like day trips. You know, yeah. get all sandy, then have to go all home. It's just... No, that's very true. <laughs> that is very true. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. But... Is that Maryland then that you're going to? We went to uh, AC, which oh, is okay. uh, Atlantic City. Yeah. I mean, my, my favorite beach spot is Ocean City, Maryland, though. Okay. Gotcha. That's, That's where I was a little confused. Okay. Yeah. Oh, not bad. Yeah, I just went to Vegas recently. So I oh, completely nice. understand being around casinos. I didn't go to the beach or anything. But I was definitely, you know, I was around pools and I was around casinos and everything. I did a, you know, you talk about hurting. I did one of those death wing challenges. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was one of the dumbest decisions I've ever made in my life. So I would like to at least say on the show, please never do that. Because it what is, is that? awful. It's just like really spicy wings. Oh, okay. See, I, I feel like you should Ghost do a pepper. podcast with that. Oh, nice. Yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that I would be the be worst. On that. No, we could we could we could set up a podcast. We yeah. could both get the spicy wings in our local area and just die on the air. You know what? If I had never done the challenge before, <laughs> I would do that just for fun, just to say I did it. But once you had complete hundred percent ghost pepper wings, you never want to have that again. I probably how agree. is how is the uh, bathroom after that? Oh my gosh! Oh, well, I'll <laughs> tell you, it's not coming out the same way you think it would. It was actually out the front and oh. removed everything that I had possibly eaten in the last probably month. Oh my gosh! So you that you, probably burned oh so bad. God. No, actually, oh. to be quite honest, you just wanted it out, so you didn't <laughs> oh, even man. feel. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not kidding you. I just went into this thinking it's Vegas. I'm going to do something different, whatever. I like hot stuff. Like I make my own wings. I fucking love them. But I went and I did this without doing any research. If you look on videos on YouTube for anything ghost pepper related, people wear gloves when they pick yeah. them up. Oh, so when I yeah. went, yeah, when I went and I picked it up, automatically my hands hurt. Oh, wow. That's how bad it was. So anyways, just because you brought up sunscreen, I don't want to turn this into the Death Wing Challenge podcast, but, <laughs> you know, sunburn Burning. and all that kind of stuff, it kind of made me think about that. Burning in general. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, let me think, guys. I think I covered a lot of the music stuff that I wanted to. Is there anything you want to tell people specifically about the album? And once again, it is really great. I get a lot of the tracks stuck in my head because it's just really well done. So I really appreciate it. I'm glad you were able to come on and talk about it. But is there anything else that you'd like to put out there? Jeff, uh, do you have something to tell them about your uh, sexuality? No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I can't even speak right now. This is a show to do it. This is a show to do it. If you want to, you know. No, okay. No, okay, everybody, everybody, I like females. Hey, look. <laughs> It's good for everyone to know. 
why not? Oh, yeah, okay. let's just let's just do it. Let's <laughs> right. say it. Uh, so we're going. I mean, we're going back to the studio, which is very cool. nice. In September, like actually in less than a month, we're gonna be going back and um, doing a single. I haven't. We have no one to we have no one to like answer to, so it doesn't really matter yeah. when, when we tell you we're gonna do it. <laughs> just, that's the nicest thing off. about it. Was that? I still have to request off. Uh, that's fine, dude. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but no, and then also, um, we're gonna. I mean, we're gonna be doing a um, uh, music video. Well, we're doing a music video with mm-hmm. that, but we're Very gonna cool. be doing a. This is gonna be a lot of fun, and this is gonna happen relatively soon too. But um, we're gonna be doing a, an acoustic EP of, of of some of the songs on the record, which will be a lot of. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. I Very just sold cool. one of my guitars to get an acoustic for it. <laughs> ah, gotcha. <laughs> I, yeah. I miss it so much. But no, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's 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 neat. We're we're also like yeah, we're trying to we're planning for some some shows. Nice. But I mean, it's it's been really cool. It's just it's it's really the, I think the thing that has the thing that's really like been hard I think for all of us is the fact that we want to do this. We want to give all of our time to it. Right. And like. You have to. You, you can't. You have to pick. You have to pick what you want to do. And we're, we're trying friends, to band. Yeah, it's we, not easy. We, right. We're trying to. We got to pick what we got to do. So we're like, you know, we would love to go. Like, be like, yay, we're gonna, we're gonna sign to this and go and tour. You know, not. I don't know how many months they tour, but like tour this many. And we, it just, it can't happen the, right. the way we want to with the current situation. Yeah, but, as much as we would love to, like, buckle down, you know, sign <laughs> and just tour, it's just so hard with. How our lives are going right now like you know jj right here is about to, my, my best friend's about to get married right. and uh probably get they're probably going to be getting a house too like that's not something you can just you know start going on tour you right. know he has a great job great degree so i mean tours and that kind of stuff it's definitely going to happen it's just you know it's going to be a little bit more selective which i mean that's not a bad thing right because you know then that that shows some worth to it like you know this mm-hmm. band doesn't come out much oh i gotta see him yeah yeah it's true. Will you be working with Ricky again, or is this one of those things where you can just book studio time and go whenever you need to? So uh, we're gonna be, yeah, we'll be we'll be working with Ricky again. He's actually a, a very close friend of ours. Nice. Um, and we'll yeah we'll definitely be going back to him for this. Now the now the acoustic stuff we're gonna be doing all all in-house. homegrown and that's gonna be in house here DIY. Oh, so okay. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, but. Yeah, we're also trying to get we're trying to get together. Um, to, I I really had a fascination. Have you ever watched like uh, Little Elephant or uh, Audio? Is it Little Elephant? It's Little Elephant Audio, Audio Tree. Tree right? yeah, 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 for sure. There's yeah. actually there's actually a local one that will, that has been interested. Oh but, really? You cut me off. Oh okay. I'm sorry. Here, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> that go was ahead. the announcement. <laughs> no. was that the announcement? No, I was, I was saying is <laughs> we're we're trying to you know be fascinated with that and you know start doing a lot of live you know, live production sure. where, you know, there's, we're recording the song. I mean, it sounds stupid. Yeah. Live production. We're going to be <laughs> playing the songs live, have cameras and all that and do that and try to get into that market. There you with, go. Um, yeah. But like, you know, do it a DIY. We can kind of just try to do whatever we want. But yeah, dude, I, I'm not going to blabble about <laughs> any other weird stuff anymore, but <laughs> I think people, especially the people that listen to the show who like your music, I think they're going to be very excited to hear that. I mean, I'm very happy to hear that you've got already new music coming out. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's exciting. No, very um, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with how it's sounding too, which is cool. Which it might be, uh, it, it's, we played the album in um, standard, which is a little mm-hmm. different than most. But this uh, this next song I think is in 
D D and um, drop D and standard. Is that what you're saying? Like, isn't it like all over the place? No, 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 well, no, no, this next song. No, the next, no, next song doesn't switch tunings. No, no, it's just in no. D. Yeah, just in D. But interesting. All right. Let me switch this around one more time, and this is let's go back to a little bit of what we were talking about before. I obviously have this show, Ian Hates Music, yeah. but I also have Ian Hates Movies. So I wanted to ask you guys, are either of you guys movie fans, book fans, you know, TV show fans, anything you guys do on your free time? Yes. Jeff, you're so, you're so weird. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I like I like movies and and. Oh, sorry. See, I'm walking away. I have uh, I noticed. Yeah, ADHD. You know I mean? <laughs> okay, Jay. Yeah, you have it worse than me. But um, <laughs> I like uh, movies and then a lot of TV shows like anime and such. Anything you've been happy with this summer movie-wise or anything? Or any TV shows that you've been really hooked on? Like is it Game of Thrones? Is there anything else? Um, Wonder Woman was actually really good. You liked Wonder Woman? I, I really liked it, yeah. Oh, I liked I actually haven't even seen London Road, but I actually I don't watch movies that much, which okay. is sorry. But uh Don't apologize to me. <laughs> I watched uh I watched Logan the other day, which is really yeah, cool. That's a great oh, one. That was awesome. movie was awesome. Um I my fiance has been getting me into uh Rick and Morty, which yes. is is awesome. pretty awesome. Yeah. Yep. It's it's so dark, but it's so funny. <laughs> it's true. Hey, you found yourself a good one. Yeah, no, she's, she's awesome. <laughs> if there's any girl that's saying like, Hey, you should watch Rick and Morty, that's a keeper. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, she's pretty awesome. You know, I don't know anything about wedding stuff whatsoever. So you said you have to, you know, get the picture soon. How close is this wedding? Tomorrow. Um, <laughs> we're going to Vegas. There no. you go, AC. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're uh, it, it's it's shooting for. So this is kind of crazy. Planning is usually at least a year. Okay. But we're shooting for like spring, spring of next year. Oh, and, all right. Yeah. So trying to work all that out, and you know. Really, honestly, I and mean, with everything that you do in life, finances is the mm-hmm. is the uh, the fun and uh, the fun part of it. Yeah, this sarcasm, but yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, it's we're trying to do it in spring, and okay. the planning side of it really comes down to you know you get the van, you get all that stuff, and then you start doing it. We're trying to do a lot of DIY, right? You know, because that's always cheaper. So oh, for sure. <laughs> Do you find that you often have to take that extra time off to do meetings for that compared to, you know, practicing for the band? Oh, no, no, not at all. Oh, that's good. The band the band stuff, like, there's nothing that, besides, like, I'm literally in my last two weeks of school, hmm. and then I have my bachelor's degree, thank goodness. Oh, nice. Congrats. Um, thanks, dude. And that that is the part where it's like, you know, I could go to practice or I could hang out with friends and... You know, when you're when you're down at school, you're surrounded by college kids and right. they're all doing homework. So you're like, I better do homework. <laughs> it's so much harder. I'm like doing it online and stuff, but it's almost done. Very nice. All right, guys. Well, that is really, really great. Once again, I am very happy to have you guys on the show. I really do really enjoy that EP. It is really great. So once again, for anyone that doesn't know, because the title does get me sometimes. So I'm going to go through it again. The words we live by the actions we don't take. And by the way, did anyone talk to you guys about that title when you put yes. it out originally? Yeah, it was um it was weird cuz like the title was um it started when we when we did sediment and I was like it mm-hmm. just sounded good and everything it, it, it was very much so like kind of surrounded not, I would say politically but like just everything. You can you can mm-hmm. you could read that title and be like, you know, we always talk about the things that we're always going to do. But do we ever actually do them? Right. You know, we're gonna, are we going to change? 
Are, are we going to, you know, actually, you know, help the poor? Are we going to save money? Like all the different things. So that's that's where like the story is behind that. Right. No, that makes total sense. It's just for some reason, my mind always wants to say something else <laughs> at the end of it instead of saying what is actually there. So I wasn't sure if that ever happened before to anyone else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a tongue twister. <laughs> yes, it is. It is a little bit. So once again, everyone. I will have links in the description of the episode. That way you can get everything wither away. You can pick up the EP. Hopefully, you, will you guys have merch at any point as well? Um, yeah, we actually do have a shirt and physical CDs out right now. And awesome. a couple of the original hoodies left. Oh, the ones with the, uh, was that the Wawa takeoff? Yes. Yeah. Very nice. Yes, for anyone around the Pennsylvania area, how far does Wawa normally stretch? Um, let me actually, I think it goes all the way down to Florida, actually. I it think, does it really? I think it skips a few states and I think it go, comes back at Florida, but it goes mo- most of the East coast. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm used to, if I'm traveling around like Maryland, Pennsylvania, that's where I see it, but it's not up here. Really? Yeah. I mean, there might be some, but they're certainly not in Boston. So anyone who is well aware of Wawa will see that and understand what we're talking about. But that's awesome. Oh, yeah. So I will have links in the description of the episode. That way people can easily get that stuff. But until that time, is there anything that people can do right now to support you guys? You know, just just keep listening, sharing it, like, you know, telling your friends. I know that sounds yeah. cliche. Honestly, but... reach out to us. Let us know what you think on the album, whether, you know, it'd be good, whatever, honestly. Good, bad. I mean, we're open to hear anything. We love hearing from people, so... You know, if, if the album, EP, whatever, if it does something for you, reach out to us. Let us know. We'd love hearing from you guys. Sounds good. Well, guys, thank you very much once again. JJ, Jeff, this was awesome. Wither Away, I am really looking forward to the new music. Thank you once again for being on the show. Thank oh, you, yeah. Man. Thank you, man. This was great.
Welcome back, everyone. The track you just heard was Hazel Eyes off the EP, The Words We Live By, The Actions We Don't Take, from JJ and Jeff of Wither Away. I hope you enjoyed learning about Wither Away as much as I did. I'd like to thank the guys once again for being on the show. And also, thanks to James of Carry the Four for setting all of this up. Very much appreciated. As I mentioned during the show, I will have links in the description of this episode so you can support Wither Away, help them with merch, pick up the EP. It really is a great EP. And I hope that they can make it up to Boston sometime so I can see them live. I can't wait to hear how that first show goes. Plus, don't forget, brand new music coming very, very soon. So keep an ear open for that. Don't forget that you can also support Ian Hates Music by following the other links in the description of the episode. Also, besides Ian Hates Conversations, there's also Ian Hates Movies and weekly Ian Hates Music, where my co-host Jackson and I talk about all the scene news, new songs, album reviews, and really anything else we want to talk about. It's all free. It's all for you. So we hope you enjoy it. If you like this episode, please give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Really, whatever else, it always helps. And thank you once again for listening. So I'm going to give you one more taste of the EP, The Words We Live By, The Actions We Don't Take, with the track Hopeless. And I will leave you, the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. Excuse to pass the time And now we're alone.
Trying, I've been trying